Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Hey, you know what that is. It's a Saturday, and this podcast, the fifth hour, eight days a week, which would include Saturday. That's the eight days a week because four hours are not enough. They are not enough, and we thank you for finding the podcast. And I do want to encourage you, if you want the podcast to continue eight days a week, continue to listen. The numbers have been good. We're growing the audience. The only way we can grow the audience, though, is with you. We have no ad budget. You're not going to see a billboard for the fifth hour. You're not going to hear a commercial for the fifth hour with Ben Maller. It's not going to happen, right? I I occasionally mention this podcast on 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 the radio show that we do, right, the overnight show that we are all part of. I mention it occasionally. But outside of that, we have nothing. So word of mouth advertising, which is the most effective advertising. People that work in the ad business get very upset that the word of mouth advertising is the way to go. It bothers them. They're annoyed by it, but it's the reality of the world. It is the reality of the world that when people tell other people recommendations, it means more. Like, I love commercials, and we do a lot of commercials. You'll hear commercials during the podcast, but it is a fact. I'm getting carried away here, but I know, for example, like uh, when, when you're looking for somewhere to eat, and you're like, hey, do you know any good Italian restaurants? And somebody says, hey, I know this place that's got great chicken parm. And you're like, okay. If it's someone in your circle, a friend or a relative, someone that is of value, then you're going to be like, okay, let me go give it a shot. Give it a shot. And and I will also tell you, if if you give it a shot and you go and eat the chicken parm and it's like chewing bubble gum, then you're not going to listen to that person again. So there is value to it. So you know, it, it it's a double-edged sword. It cuts both ways, right? It cuts both ways. But uh, that is... That is part of it, and uh, so on this podcast, we've got into the principal's office, and we'll do pop quiz as well, all right, into the principal's office and pop quiz, and then other random stories that caught my attention, if we have time, other random stories that caught my attention, so those are the the tenets of the podcast, but uh, we begin with this. Now, you probably noticed already, maybe not. 
The Friday podcast was an interview podcast. It normally is, unless we can't get anybody to come on the podcast, and occasionally we can. But the Friday podcast this week, we had Lee Klein, the Prince of Darkness. Lee Klein, radio legend and a guy that I used to work with. And uh, Lee was regaling us with stories there about uh, some of the old days and my run-ins with athletes, and he was a witness to it and some of our Interactions a lot of fun. So good to have Lee on. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Lee's uh, an interesting cat, and we'll have him on again. But one thing you did not hear on the Friday podcast, you did not hear a peep out of David Gascon. You did not hear a peep. Uh, he was quiet. It was radio silence. Dead air from Gascon, right? As we would say here, all quiet on the west of the 405 front. That's right. Um, And the reason that you did not hear from David Gascon on that podcast, the reason you are not hearing Gascon on this podcast is because David Gascon has been placed on timeout. He has been placed. He's in podcast jail for the weekend high crimes and misdemeanors because Mr. West of the 405, I know he doesn't want me to talk about this and he'll deny it. I, he had nobody running interference for him. Nobody running interference for him. Uh, and so he will be as quiet as a lamb uh, this weekend because uh, Gascon is the butcher of audio. I don't know if you know that, but he's the butcher of audio. And we do a bit called Benny versus the Penny. Uh, iconic, I say that in air quotes, iconic bit, wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, and we used to do it on the radio. I did it on the radio for like 10, 15 years. Then we moved it to the podcast for a year, and now we've moved it to a standalone YouTube interactive show. Usually on Friday nights. We did it last week on Friday night, week 11. But back in week 10, all right, Benny versus the Penny, the YouTube show, it was supposed to start at... 9.30 in the West, it did not start till, I believe, after 10.30. It was an hour delay. wasn't because of rain. wasn't because of rain. Uh, it was because Gascon uh, effed it up. He screwed up his computer and all that at the very last minute, at the 11th hour. And so he is not on the podcast. It's, it's punishment for him and a reward for, for you, the listener. And so Gascon has been sent to podcasting Siberia, uh, and he's going to have to weather the storm. He's going to have to weather the storm there. He has not been canned. He has not been terminated. He did not get a pink slip. He didn't get the axe. We would like to give him the boot, uh, but he has not been whacked. Uh, none of those things have happened. He's not on a coal miner's holiday or any of that, but he's off this weekend from the podcast because of some mistakes that he made. So in his place... Writing shotgun as my sounding board. Give it up now for the great Ryan Smith. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Uncle Ben. Oh, I'm so excited. I don't have to talk to Gascon, Ryan. I get to talk to you. Well, unfortunately, I have to see him every day. So uh, that's not good for me. Yeah. No, it is not. And so... We're going to do the pop quiz, but I wanted to get to know. This is a bit that Real Talk does on the radio show, like, you know, four questions. We'll do more than four questions. Why don't we do it? How about this? We'll call it Five Good Minutes Learning About the Great Ryan Smith. Sure. Why not? Sounds All great. Right. It's not, is that not going to be a podcast? We're going to set a record. We're going to beat Joe Rogan for downloads with this. You understand? We're going to have so many people downloading this. We are going to be the top podcast on the iHeart Network because people are going to be fascinated to learn about the life and times of Ryan Smith. Yes? I'm probably going to get a lot of hate tweets. Really? Yeah, probably. Well, they don't know your Twitter account. You want to give your Twitter account out so people can vote you? Go ahead. Yeah, I will. Uh, At Ryan McBain on Twitter. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, very funny. All right, so the uh, the the fifth hour uh, listener. First of all, why don't we start with the basics? For those that don't know who you are and they have no idea because you're a behind the scenes guy mostly. Like, what is your job at Fox Sports Radio? What is your title at Fox Sports Radio? I uh, I am a uh, one of the mini producers for Colin Cowherd. Wow, yeah. you're part of the herd. I'm a, I am a part of the herd. Yes, way behind the scenes. Way behind. Way behind. Yes. So do you do you think that 
Colin knows who you are. He knows me. Uh, yeah. He doesn't know my name because he keeps calling me Chief or Big Guy. Yeah. This is fine. That's cool. He's calling. That's that's fine. Exactly. He's a legend. And uh, now, you, so you're a low man on the totem pole on that. But, but you understand, for the company, Colin Cowherd is omnipresent, almighty, and all-knowing. He is the colossal, boffo, sacco, gigantic figure at Fox Sports Radio, right? That's the Conan the Barbarian. Yes, he's the head honcho, yeah. yes. Do you feel like you need to throw rose petals down when you're around him? He's basically the only host here at the network that uh, if and when he yells at me, I just take it. Anybody else, I'll like snap back. All right, so there's a fear factor Yo, you're yes. getting here. There's oh, a fear factor. Oh, God, yes. Because not only, and this, I love Colin. I've met him a few times over the years. He's been very nice to me. But Colin has the kind of power. I don't think Colin even realizes how much power it is. If Colin wants, you know, if you get on the bad side of Colin, it's done. I mean, he has, if he wanted to, I'm not saying he would do this because he probably wouldn't, but if he wanted to, he could make you be erased. Uh, that's how much influence Colin has uh, on, on the, the business and the company and all that because he's the moneymaker. Oh, he's basically Thanos. Yeah. One snap and you're gone. Yeah, he's he's the what's the guy that runs Amazon there, the bald guy. What's the guy? Jeff Bezos. Name? Yeah, Jeff Bezos. He's our Jeff Bezos, is essentially uh, how that that goes. Now, how long have you been in radio, Ryan? We're getting to know Ryan Smith. How exciting is this? The guy, he's one of Cowherd's producers. I've been in radio almost twenty years. I'm pretty no old. way, really. Oh yeah, I've been all over the place. I've been at Sporting News Radio. I've been at KFI. Obviously, I've been here at Fox. I've been at uh. At K Day, I've pretty much worked everywhere. Now, is it all in LA? Was it all over Los Angeles? Where you work? Did you work in other cities? Oh, uh, just basically in LA. So you've bounced around the radio dial in LA. So when you were at Sporting News, you were at it was an AM station. Was it fifteen forty or something like that? Fifteen forty, the ticket. Yeah. The ticket. How about that? Me and, and Petros then, actually. Oh, you were with the P. I was with the P. I've known Petros for a long time. Yeah. That's good. But Petro's a good guy. He's good people. Absolutely. Love that dude. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket When it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so now these are, this is going to be a very important question here. Um, were you born and do you live east or west of the 405 freeway? And remember, answer this, Ryan, very carefully. Answer this, because I like you right now. I seem I seem to enjoy the conversation. But if you answer this the wrong way, then this might sully our relationship. Okay. Well, um, I was born in San Jose, California. Oh, okay. That's far away from the 405 freeway. So that's yeah, okay. Very You're far. good. Okay. But, but, yeah. but I am not a Giants fan. I'm a diehard Dodgers fan. Good job by you. I'm you a were ra- you were raised you were raised a uh, Clipper fan. You, you were raised properly. Yes, and I'm a Raiders fan. So basically, all I know is pain, um, pretty much. Yeah, the agony of being a sports fan. Yes, the, yes. the agony of being a sports fan. So you you were a San Jose guy. Did you grow to high school and stuff in San Jose? Were you from that? Uh, did you just stay there until you were older? Or? Fun fact: I went to high school uh, at Leland High School with Pat Tillman. Oh, is that right? The the legendary uh, Pat Tillman. How yes, about that? good guy. Uh, yeah. I still talk to uh, one of his brothers. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Awesome and, person. Cool. All right, and and now you're in L.A. and so now that's that's dangerous. There's that point of demarcation. But you're a producer, so I'm guessing you can't afford to live west of the 405. Am I right? Uh, I make do. I got a side hustle. Oh really? What yeah. do you sell drugs? What do you? What uh, do you... <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually on Twitch. Actually, really? Yes. You make money on Twitch? A little bit, yeah. No way, right, man. Some people think that I'm somewhat entertaining. You know, you you, you know all wait, you wait, wait, do... wait, 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 wait. Hold on a how wait. do you? How, what's the what's the secret? I because I I know Twitch. I'm, I've been on there a few times. My guy Tony Bruno did a Twitch show. Yes, uh, for a while. But how do you? How does one make money on Twitch? Well, people. A lot of people think that it's just playing video games, but no. You can you, you talk to people. You can talk about anything. You know, as long as you're entertaining, and like tell stories. Now, granted, I'm not a female, so uh, a lot of people don't want to watch me because a lot of people that watch Twitch want to see boobies, and <laughs> I don't have any boobies. So well, you can um, you, you you know you can fix that now. It's 2020. You can get uh, all the things the ladies have. You can go if you go to like a Frankenstein doctor, they'll put you together pretty good there. Yeah, I don't want to look like Gascon, so I'm all right. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm good on that. Uh, all right. So and you just get how do you build an audience though? Because to get money, right, you have to have people actually watch it. So how do you convince people to watch it without having going into it with a following? Uh, you just got to build it. You have to, um, you know, go out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. Facebook, and just say, hey, I'm going live, and just have to keep on doing it and doing it. And slowly but surely, you'll build an audience. It's not easy, especially being a dude. Yeah, And also, it's the internet, and we all yeah. know how dirty and bad the internet is. So yes. you get a lot of harassment. So. Yeah, well, the, the, the trolls, right? You're, uh, never, yes. you're never supposed to feed the trolls. I like that people people are so stupid. Uh, they think that they have uh, you know, this shield, this cone of silence around them. Not, not cone of silence, but it, but they're protected. They're insulated from reality. They, it's so easy to track people down online that these keyboard assassins, these cyber soldiers, don't even re- they're so dumb they don't realize <laughs> that anybody who has you know half a brain it can immediately track down exactly where they are. Because there's a there's a code when you're on the internet, and they can track it down. And these people haven't figured it out. It's fascinating to me. These people are so stupid, they can't figure that part out, and they think that they're protected and they have anonymity uh, on the internet. Well, that's because they don't take the right steps, like having a burner account and a VPN. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. you, you got to get you. your Kevin Durant on. You got to do it the right way, though. You know. Yeah, you know, I try now. Uh, Gascon, who's who's suspended this weekend, and that's why we have the great Ryan Smith in. But I, he he had a hookup on the VPN, but he has not shared the VPN with me. He he knew a guy. I like I want to get a VPN from a guy, you know, because I don't know. You can buy it different websites and all that, and uh, and so yeah, I'd like to do that. Now, what is the strangest thing that's happened? I love radio stories, right? I've been in radio for a long time too, so I love good radio stories. What's the craziest thing you've witnessed? At a radio station in your career. 
craziest thing I have ever witnessed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. For example, I'm putting you on the spot. Like in the early days of Fox Sports Radio, we had a guy that's doing kind of a job you have who got so burned out because they worked him to the bone, he just quit. He in the middle of a shift, he walked out and said, I'm done. But he didn't really tell anybody in management that he was done, and he never showed up to work again. And they had to call the police to make sure they thought he was dead. They had to call the police. He just quit. He just had a meltdown and he quit. Uh, I've had that happen. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other stories as reference, kind of like crazy stuff uh, that has happened. Uh, I was one time I was doing local radio, and a guy almost burned the station down. He was smoking cigarettes inside the station, and he dropped a, a cigarette. He thought it was out. He dropped it into a trash can. And the trash can lit on fire, and uh, and and it, the smoke filled up the entire floor of the radio station. And this was on the uh, this was in a skyscraper, you know. It was, and so it came very close to the sprinkler system turning on, which would have would have uh, put water in all of the electrical equipment and would have turned the radio station off. So those are some of the stupid things that I've experienced. What is is there anything? If if not, I mean, it's fine. You don't you can punt. Well, you can um, punt. No, um, um, I can't really name any names because the person still works in radio. But uh, over when I was over at, at uh, many many years ago, over at Sporting News Radio, yeah, uh, one of the hosts uh, uh-huh. snapped at one of the uh, program directors and literally uh, took the keyboard from his computer and just chucked it down the hall, yelling every type of f bomb you can think of. Yeah, and I was uh, in my early twenties, and I'm just standing there going, you know what? I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. I don't Just, want that smoke, as the kids are saying. Yeah. So he threw the keyboard. What a hissy fit. What a temper tantrum. My God. The best part about it is um, he was doing an interview, a live interview at the time. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yo, this guy's got talent. I mean, wow. Uh uh, I, I love the old radio. So I, I I had a program director one time that ran down the hall. Well, I really, he kind of waddled down the hall and started banging his hands on the wall because we did a bad segment. He didn't like how we handled the segment. And he just started screaming at us. And I was like, what a lunatic. I mean, my God. I mean, just uh, there's different ways to do this. My My goodness here. All right, now uh, a couple more. We're getting to learn Ryan Smith, and now i got to get to the pop quiz because it's a very important show here. Uh, do you have any odd skills? Can you juggle? Uh, is, there, can you, is there some kind of weird thing that you have that you could make? Well, you're on Twitch, so you've already revealed one thing yeah. that's not normal. Um, <laughs> but by, by, the, by the way, like, what, do you, what kind of stories do you tell on Twitch? Maybe some sleazy sex stories from my past. Music, uh, movies, like yeah. you know, pretty much basic stuff. And so sometimes, you, and sometimes, I may or may not be drunk. So, ah, okay, yeah. Now, were you like a male gigolo back in the day? Uh, no, I was not. But I was a professional wrestler back in the day. Oh, well, you buried the lead, my man. You buried the lead, my man. <laughs> I was, I was getting to it. I was getting to it. No, I mean, come on. That's a big story. You were a professional re- now. We're, there's different levels of yeah. wrestling, as I know. Where where were you a, a professional wrestler? Here in L.A. on the indie scene, but I have uh, wrestled with and against some pretty big name stars, or or, or been on the same like quote unquote shows with yeah. people that that like blew up and made it. Um, one guy I won't bury the lead. Maybe you've heard of him, John Cena. No, yes. really, John Cena. I wow. knew him when he, uh, his wrestling name was the Prototype before he was John Cena. <laughs> yes. So the way it works, as I understand it, but you worked in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. The way I understand it is that these lower level wrestling, like it's kind of a, a feeder system, and then you, if you want to get into the, like the top level, or like the WWE or the other, uh, what's the other one called, the in Atlanta or the South? Uh, what's the other wrestling? I forget. It was um. WCW, I think you're talking about. Yeah, I think that. There's like two big ones that supposedly are the top. But isn't it, from what I understand, and maybe I'm completely wrong, that they they scout out guys at these lower levels and then you have to go to like an academy. I know the WWE does that. You have to go to an academy in Florida and then you have to work your way up again, right? Isn't that how that works? Oh, that's exactly how it works. Sometimes people, um, you can go uh, to Japan and wrestle. But yeah, it's uh, now like here, there's only like two major uh, federations. It's 
the WWE, and there's AEW. Those are the two big ones right now. Okay. And so when you, what was what your uh, your wrestling shtick? Like, what was your shtick when you were, were you just a guy that people, the other guys beat up? I, I remember when I was a kid and I loved the WWF, and I'd go to the card on, like, Saturday at the Anaheim Convention Center, and they'd have the big-name wrestler against, like, Bill Smith, who just had, <laughs> who just had like, the blue shorts on, and there was nothing to him. And he was just, you knew he was just there. He was the tomato can that the star could beat, and then they'd move on to the next match. Yeah, they call them jobbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The job, exactly right. That's it. Good job. You, of course, you would know that. Yeah, the <laughs> jobber. It's kind, of, it's kind of like the Clippers back in the day were the jobbers. They yes. were, uh, yeah, exactly. So, what was your shtick? Uh, I was uh, well. I had all different types of names, but I basically went by Ryan McBain, which is why I go by that on Twitch and also uh-huh. on Twitter. Uh, so <laughs> I think when I first started out, I went by Sweet Dick Ryan McBain. <laughs> and i would come out with like this nice fedora you know i was very fond of that name but a lot of promoters were like you know what let's just go with ryan mcbain i'm like okay well whatever they didn't, they didn't like sweet dick no they didn't like it man. Yeah. i don't know why it's very family were, friendly if you were bad you could have been slap dick slap you could have been slap dick <laughs> and uh look at that that would have been, been the way that would have been the way to go right <laughs> we, got, we got slap dick over here uh doing Doing his thing. What was the worst injury you suffered when you were wrestling, right? What was the worst, the worst? Yeah. injury is when yeah. I was actually training. I wasn't even wrestling. I got a concussion. Oh, like I, a really nasty where your head's spinning kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically the guy that was training me, uh, I won't name any names, but he was uh he liked to do the steroids. Ah, and, sure. Um, yeah. He didn't know his own strength and uh he like pretty much ran my head right into the mat. <laughs> it did not wow. feel good. Wow. So that was like the worst injury I ever got. Yeah, and like the how how beat up like I I know I've I've had some friends that were wrestlers before. We had some listeners that went on to be good wrestlers, which I'm which I'm proud of. But uh, like in a typical match, I got you, you. It's it's acting, right? You're not you're not supposed to actually get hurt. But like, did you get beat up? Were you would you end up with a bunch of bruises and stuff after a match? When you're you're not that's not the goal, obviously. But yeah. How beat up did you get after a standard match? Well, we're basically like stunt men. Yeah. Basically. Uh, so, like, after a match, you'd feel like uh, the next day, you'd feel like, wow, I just had a great workout. You're really sore. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the more you did it, the more your body would get used to it. Uh, I would go through times where I would wrestle, like, maybe, like, once every, like, couple months. And, that and like, my body's not used to it. And then I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I, I, I'm not getting out of bed. I'm just, this, this is not going to work. Uh, I am too sore, but, uh, obviously, you know, we're not trying to kill each other. Some people yeah. are quote unquote stiff as they say, when they like, you're in the ring and you go, Hey man, you want to like, uh, not try and kill me in here. <laughs> I mean, damn, <laughs> do I owe you money? Stop that. <laughs> now, how much choreographing did you do before the match? Did you, cause I know I've heard stories. I actually seen it, uh, been around wrestlers in the past. Like they'd kind of go over what the plan is, you know, like I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna start out, and I'm eventually gonna go over to the ropes, and you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'll go outside, I'll bring a chair in. Like, did you do that? Did, did you go that far into it? Were you that far into the weeds? Well, everybody's different. Usually, the the heel or the quote unquote bad guy, yeah, he would call the match. How I would do it is, this is how this is gonna go down. We're gonna do this at the beginning, and then this is gonna be the end. And in the middle, we'll do a, a few uh, things here and there, but like. I was really, really uh, strict on the beginning because you got like the beginning is very, very important. Yeah. And then the ending. Now, some people have the whole thing planned out, like move by move. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing all that. So, yeah. So you, you didn't like, did you have like the arm bar, the backbreaker? Did you have the forearm drop, like the head scissors? Like, what was your move there? Did you I have a like, signature move? <laughs> we would like, we, <laughs> depends who you're working with. But I usually go like, these are the moves that I do. Most people would go like, go like, okay, I can do that. I can take that. I can take that. Some people yeah. who I have, who I would have never wrestled before back in the day, they would say, um, "I want to do this." I'm like, "Well, I'm not taking that. You're crazy." Uh, <laughs> like, like giving you like a like a power bomb off the top rope, or like, yeah, give you a power driver off the top rope. I'm like, no, dude, no, we're not doing all that crazy stuff. No, you're gonna break my damn neck. So you never got the elevated double uh, chicken wing or whatever. You didn't get that. Uh, that never never happened back in the day. Uh, no. Also, uh-huh. I'm, I'm also bearing the lead. I'm pretty big myself. I'm 6'5". 
Yeah, I, I've been told. I think uh, Gagon says Gagon. that we we look uh, we have a we have a similar uh, look. Although I don't I don't know if that's true or not. He he has referenced you many times there. He has referenced you many times. All right, uh, well look at that. Who knew? I I learned all about Ryan Smith with more. That was actually more. That was like twenty minutes. <laughs> I yeah. said I'd do five. We did twenty minutes. I didn't know you were a wrestler. I had no idea. Yeah, I I have, I, I, I have lit a lit a very crazy life. Now what? You, you you got a good job in radio, but like if you could have any job, what would your job be? If you could pick any job, just don't say the overnight show. Like if you could have any job, like what would that? Be? Honestly, I would just like win the lottery and be left alone. I I would like change yeah. my number and people could just not bug me anymore. That's oh, probably okay. what I'm. I, that's probably what I'm aiming for. Okay, you're like me. You're an introvert. Oh, very much. You know, people are like, oh, it's twenty it's twenty twenty COVID. We can't go anywhere. Yeah. That's great for me because I hate people. So this is perfect. <laughs> oh man, this where have you been, Ryan? I mean, I got to deal with this a hole gag on over there, Mister West of the four hundred five, la di da, and all that. But you, you are, you are, we're we're, we're like pea, two peas out of a you know a, 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 the same pot here. This is amazing because I am a recluse. I am absolutely a recluse. Uh, clearly more this year than ever and uh, socially awkward as well. All right, let's get to pop quiz and then we'll get the hell out of here for the Saturday podcast. Pop quiz, pop quiz, here it is. And uh, this is the bit here. Just pre- you play the role of Gagon and uh, and I'll just ask the question and then you say, I don't know the answer. Or maybe you know the answer and then we'll, we'll uh, yap about it. So these are things I found around the internet, random pop culture-related things, thus we call it the pop quiz. All right, so this is the number one item that is lost in a household. Number one item that people lose in their house. What do you think it is? Uh, I would say uh, car keys. That's a good guess. Car keys is good. I would have thought remote control for the television. I would have gone with that one. The correct answer, though, according to this, socks. Socks. People lose socks. They lose disappear. Socks. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people just put all their socks in the wash, and then it gets lost in the dryer, and they you know, okay. You don't wash your socks. Well, um, I buy. <laughs> you don't do your laundry. Your mom does your laundry. I, doesn't I, I buy black <laughs> ones, so I don't have to worry about all that. Oh, you wear the same colored socks, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I buy a bunch of black ones, and then like, so if it's dirty, I don't. I don't know. What are you, Johnny Cash, the man in black, or something like that? Come on. Jeez. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket When it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. That's my All right. One in three single adults say this is why they have no interest in meeting someone. Uh, I think it is. You think here. Probably because they hate people. Well, that would be your reason, yeah, but uh, the, no, the answer is they're not over an X. Oh. Ah, how about that? They're heartbroken. Love sick. Yeah, it sucks. All right. Oh. Uh, 9% of parents say this is stressing them out the most in their lives. What do you think? Your parent, what do you think the thing that's stressing you out the most? Uh, I would go with taxes. You would think taxes, but it's actually the according to this survey, it's helping kids with their homework, and oh, that God. is you just, you just, that is a freaking nightmare, man. You just triggered me. I remember back in the day when I was a kid, my dad used to help me with my homework. Next day at school, it'd all be wrong. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, you, you just you just triggered me, man. Oh, good lord! The worst. The worst is like the math, because a lot of that fugazi math that you do. You never actually use it in life, right? At least it depends on what your job is. Like my job, my job, I use basic math with percentages and things like that for sports stats. But I'm not doing advanced algebra and calculus and crap like that. And I can understand, like, if you have a regular job and you have a kid that comes home and they're in like junior high school or something, and they have, you know, all this ridiculous math, like. I think the cool thing now, though, is you can go to the internet and probably find all the answers. Like, you could cheat and find the answers to pretty much anything on the internet, right, if you really wanted to. That's so, true. Uh, by the yeah. way, the worst part is my dad is an engineer. He majored in math. He could not <laughs> teach it to save his life. I'm like, Dad, this just makes no sense. I'm like, how do you not get it? Well, because you're a crappy teacher, Dad. Pretty much. See that that's the same theory, right? That's the same theory as like the the great player cannot really coach typically because they can those that can do cannot teach and those that can eat can teach cannot do. I'm just convinced my dad cheated and that's how he got his degree. How about the fact your dad's probably like, oh, I don't want to deal with this bull crap, man. Screw you. I'll just write some answers down and uh, that's it. I'm done. Get out of here. Uh yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah. Thanks. I don't I don't blame your pops, by the way. All right, about forty percent of all these bought today at stores will get thrown out unused. <laughs> Condoms. But <laughs> <laughs> um bump. Uh no. Uh potatoes. Really? Yeah. You know why? I have a theory on this. Because you buy the big bag of potato at a place like uh, Costco or somewhere like that, and that's a lot of potato. You'd, you'd have to eat like three or four potatoes a day to get through that entire giant jumbo bag of potatoes. I can understand that. I don't know, man. If you go through my drawer, I have a box of condoms never used. <laughs> well, that's because you're an introvert. Usually, my experience with women is normally you have to talk to them before, uh, you know, the, uh, the fun times begin, the wham bam. You know, it's all this work. I don't want to do all this work. You know, say, hey, how was your day? And they give you like their life story. I'm like, dude, just give me the cliff notes. Yeah. Just the cliff notes. Well, you have to learn Amazon. You have to learn the art, Ryan, of uh, how to listen without listening. Yeah. Men learn that at some point in their life. You listen, but you're not actually paying attention. And you have to nod. And there's a technique, there's a skill to it. Like you have to occasionally like ask a follow-up question. And the skill, I learned this a long time ago. Not that I would ever do this because it would be wrong, but whatever the person said last, if you just repeat that. As like an echo chamber, and then ask like, uh, "Tell me more about that." They will think you are intently listening to their conversation. It is an amazing life hack. It does work. You see, actually, what works better is a good pickup line, and I have the best pickup line in the world. Oh, I gotta hear this. Uh, this it, ought to be good. This is uh, hi. I'm Jeff Bezos. Nah, there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> works every time. You know what's amazing about Jeff Bezos? The uh, woman he's stooping right now, I knew, Lauren Sanchez. She was a sportscaster in L.A., mm-hmm. 
And uh, I had uh, dinner at the same table with her many times when she was at the at the forum covering the Lakers and and uh, all that and the and Staples Center. And she was on local TV in L.A. doing sports for years. And now she is. I don't think they're married, but she's got some of that Amazon money. Well, uh, he uh, actually owns Twitch, so I have nothing to say. So. <laughs> All right, she, you know, you say, she's a lovely lady, and my apologies to her. Yes, right? she's a lovely lady, and my apologies to her. All right, forty-seven percent. We're doing pop quiz. Forty-seven percent of us do this every morning. What is it? <laughs> Don't make me answer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me answer. <laughs> self uh, self pleasure is that what you're? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, brush your teeth. There you brush go. your teeth. Yes. No, no, no. That's funny. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, take a vitamin. Okay. Take yes. a, take yeah. a vitamin. That too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jeez. All right. Guess God's probably doing that right now because he's suspended from the podcast. <laughs> he's probably doing that right now. All right. Owning seven of these in Texas is illegal. You own seven of these, you're violating the law in Texas. What do you think it is? Uh, this actually kind of relates to what we were just talking about. I don't know. Wives. I don't know. Um, sex toys. Oh, what? Dil- yeah, dildos and all that. Yeah, you're, you're not allowed. Apparently, six is okay, but if you own seven, you're an outlaw. Well, How about that, I call them marital aid, marital aid, <laughs> and uh, so like the fine sex toy. Uh, well, I don't. Ha- they didn't. They didn't write the definition. I would assume the usual standard fare, or as the uh, Bills Mafia calls it, just good fan gear. You know, good <laughs> I like fan that. Gear. I like that. Right. Yeah. Well, you remember, right, right? They built multiple times. They've they've thrown dildos on the field at Bills games. It's the great moments in Bills history there, uh, over the years. Uh, clearly, yeah. So when I mean, they played the Patriots, some uh, somebody in Bills Mafia God, would I chuck hate that. The Patriots. Out. You're not a uh, not a Patriot guy. Well, yeah. uh, I'm a Raiders fan. I think Tom Brady's a fraud. I think he's a cheater. Wow. Uh, matter of fact, I hate everything Boston. I hate How the way they you. talk. I hate. I hate how they I'm go. I'm gonna like, slap you. Yeah, I am an honorary Bostonian. I did a stint in Boston radio. How dare you? I'm gonna slap you. I'm sorry. Wow. How dare geez. you? Jeez, Louise, man. All right. Uh, this president was known to greet foreign dignitaries in his pajamas. Like that. Uh, <laughs> Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill, Bill Clinton with a cigar in his mouth yeah. or somewhere else. Uh uh, no, the uh, the correct answer is one of the early presidents, Thomas, one of the founding fathers, Thomas Jefferson. Oh, yeah, about that. There wow. you go. Back in the uh, back in the early days, a little when, before uh, my time. No, you're old. Come on, no, I am, you, but not that old. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He he was president. Let me see here. Thomas Jefferson was president of the United. I'm gonna look at the years here. Let's see. Uh, la, 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 la. He was a third president. Ah. He, was, he was in office from 1801 to 1809. Wow, just missed it. Uh. Aaron Burr and George Clinton were his vice presidents. Uh. Wow. How, yeah. about, how, about he changed, how about that? He changed vice presidents for his second term. Mm. Yeah, and he was succeeded by the great James Madison, which is now a university. So you have, uh, you, you have that as well. But uh, Thomas... Jefferson. Why not, man? Be casual. I be casual. What's wrong casual. with that? No, come on. You Who know, wears PJs. Yeah. I just wear boxers and a shirt. Old people wear PJs. Well, I guess I'm not uh, old. Or, or if you're like in cold weather, you'd wear a PJ. If you like, you're in a cold weather place, you'd wear PJs. We're in California. Mm. Who needs PJs in California? That's right? true. That's true. All right, uh, this probably happens to you about 200 times a week, and you often don't even realize it. Uh, I'm getting cussed at. <laughs> well, that happens more than 200 times a week at the iHeart Media Building, so that's not the answer. The correct answer, you are filmed by security cameras. You are filmed, and you don't even realize it. A lot of times you don't because they're hidden cameras. In fact, in the iHeart Media Building, which you're in right now, there's there's cameras all over that place. So every time you walk in the hallways, you can give the bird to one of the cameras because oh, they're I all do. over. Don't worry. I do. Good. That's the way you should do it. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, what famous current artist loves the number 13? This performer says, I was born on the 13th. I turned 13 on Friday the 13th, and my first album went gold in 13 weeks. I don't know. Ja Rule? Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> ja Rule. Uh, no, the correct answer, I'm sure you listen to this person a lot, Taylor Swift. Is she still relevant, Taylor Swift? I don't know. Well, I don't keep track of it. She her like her whole, like, uh, all her music, whatever. Some guy bought it and... Oh, she like, lost everything? She's done, huh? Well, no, I mean, like, uh, she didn't own the rights to, like, her previous albums before she, like, went someplace else. Mm, so some guy okay. bought her catalog and sold it off for, like, $300 million or something like that. Oh, wow. Didn't... Was it Michael Jackson, the late Michael Jackson, did he, did he own some of the rights to Beatles music? Yeah, I think he bought, right? like, their whole catalog, I think. Oh, can you imagine owning the rights to... To Beatles music, oh my God! I, I have, and people don't know. For those that don't know how the music business works, like radio state, we have to pay money to the radio, uh, to the music industry to play music, and we can only play like a certain amount. And if we go over that, we have to pay them more money. And uh, it's it's quite the hustle. It's That's quite true. the hustle. But the people that get the money most are the people that own the rights to the music. So if you want to make a lot of money in music, write music and own it. Right, that's the way to do it. Rather than perform, perform, you make good money, but you can make even more ridiculous money. It's kind of like syndication in television, where you make typically in the past, not so much now, but in the past, you'd make a lot of money. You make decent money doing it real in real time. But like Jerry Seinfeld, still getting massive checks because Seinfeld, which he hasn't done since the '90s, and here we are in the you know 2020, and it's syndicated, and he's still on television. He gets a check. Must Crazy. be nice. My dream, Ryan, in a parallel dimension, is to have radio shows paid royalties. Like for people, when people download this, I get a, like a ten cents or something. Like, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Why stop there? Why ten cents? How about more than that? Um, I start out low, and then it's like kind of like your HOA. If you have an HOA, it starts out low and then keeps going higher and higher and higher. That's how that goes. All right, I'll do a few more pop quiz here. Americans eat about 1 billion pounds of this every year. What is it? Uh, I would say red meat. Red meat. All right. Uh, that is incorrect. It's the chicken <laughs> <laughs> the chicken of the sea. Uh, catfish, uh, shrimp, lobster. You don't know what the chicken of the sea is? Ryan, have you lived a sheltered life, Ryan? I don't know, Aquaman? I don't know. What... Oh, man, the chicken of the sea is tuna. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. You didn't That's a, actually a brand of tuna. It's canned seafood, chicken of the sea. Yeah. I I only know that cuz my mom when I was a kid rotated peanut butter and jelly and tuna sandwiches, which was not a problem until the weather got hot and then by the time i would eat lunch in elementary school with my metal lunchbox the 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 tuna sandwich was room temperature and it did not taste particularly good yeah last time i had tuna i I got some uh got some at ralph's and i was sick as a dog it was like one in the morning i had to call my boss here at fox and i was saying you know what i'm not coming in there's no way in hell good yeah i hate seafood i do not like seafood although it's healthy you're supposed to eat seafood yeah, really? but I shrimp, don't, I, lobster. You don't like lobster? I don't know. I don't. I used to eat. The only fish I will still eat is beer battered fish sticks with breading and dipped in tartar sauce. You know what? I, and, yes. Yeah. When I when I was a kid, I'd eat salmon, but it was like fried salmon. It was like salmon patties. I used to eat that. And yeah, I like yeah, that. Anything fried or beer battered, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, that's about the only way I can eat any of that stuff. Uh, all right. Well, Thanksgiving is coming up. Do you know about that? Yeah. All right, 81. (laughs) You've heard about it? It's kind of a big deal. 81% of us will be doing this on Thanksgiving. What is it? Fighting. Yeah, well, that's... Well, not because of King Newsom here. We're not supposed to. He'll be fighting because he'll have a nice Thanksgiving dinner, but the the peasants will not be able to. Uh, No, counting calories. Nobody counts calories on Thanksgiving. That's what I'm saying, right? Right? Come on, man. Who does it? That's a day. Your birthday and Thanksgiving... Those are days calories do not count. Those are days you just go for it. You go big. You eat the pie and you eat the, the all the side dishes and all that stuff, and uh, you you got to go for it. Yeah, I don't. First of all, I never count calories. I, no, just that's, I don't either. But my my new thing is I'm doing this uh, intermittent fasting, which is my uh, Michigas. So I've been doing it for a while. It's not really new. I just like to pretend like it's new. All right, uh, last one. Twenty five percent of women. 
Hey, this is a way you could pick up women, by the way. You can say, mm. did you know 25% of women, 25% of women have had this job at some point in their life? What do you think? It doesn't matter your background, your ethnicity. Uh, you've had this gig as a woman. A hostess. Hostess with the mostess? Yes. Uh, no. The correct answer, mm. baby sitter. Oh, I was going to say call girl or something, but yeah. <laughs> Depends on uh, what part of town you come from, I guess. It depends on what part of town you come from. Uh, all right, well, listen, Ryan, thank you. Good job by you. Look at that. You, you hit a home run here. How amazing is that? Well, the bar was set pretty low. You know, I was filming in for Gascon. It's not that difficult. That is true. That is true. And uh, although I like that you were able to work in that you do live it sounded like you admitted you lived west of the 405, but you didn't actually say that. You kind of just skipped past that. That's a veteran move. That's a veteran move. But you're one of the the good guys that happen to might might live on the wrong side of the the, the highway there. Uh, anyway, listen, thank you, and uh, thank you for listening. Obviously, we appreciate it. Again, Cameo.com, Ben Maller. Uh, get me on Twitter at Ben Maller and Facebook, Ben Maller Show. Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox. And uh, Ryan, how, again, how, for those that are you know, listening at the very end, how can they reach you again on Twitter and yes, all that uh, stuff? Ryan McBain on Twitter and Ryan McBain on Twitch. All right. Thanks. We'll catch you on Sunday. See you guys. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.